0: everybody welcome back to trendsetters uh, last time we had some big stuff happening first of all there was the preparation of uh, chicken curry going on throughout most of the background of the episode but we also learned that a couple of ingots worth of ventirium was stolen from silver security's mine down in brazil we learned that a couple of the nc-12s One of them went missing, question mark, where it is, is just not responding anymore. Another two killed their buyers, so that happened. And if Calvert gets wind of that, he'll probably shut the entire Nanite Colony program down. Felix and Tiffany got back together and, you know, decided to keep going out. They've set up a ski date for a future day. Don't exactly know when, but that is happening And most importantly, uh, as far as personal stuff goes, Megalad found out that he has activation phrases. So he found Sam, brought him back to the base and was like, hey, I think the Second Chance Society is up to no good. And Sam was like, wow, no shit. So we're going to resume at the bottom of the lake where Switch had placed themselves after a brief conversation with the Silver Skeleton.
1: I awaken, eyes open. My skin is the wrinkliest a human has ever had.
2: (laughs) I look like a California
1: raisin. Old people envy me. I (laughs) propel myself towards the shore of Lake Erie, emerging, stomping barefoot across the sands? Does Erie have sands? I'm going to say it has sands. We're going to say say it has has a sandy shore at some point around here. It has beaches of some sort.
3: It's next to a city. If there isn't a sand beach, they imported sand to make a beach.
1: (laughs) I locate the two nearest people. I begin to stalk towards them, shoulders slightly hunched, outer layer of skin so cold that they feel me before they see me. I draw closer, they can see my eyes the radiant fire of a million years of divine self-mutilation pours out onto their faces. And I ask them, hey, can I borrow a cell phone?
0: Uh, (laughs) The one guy that you ask uh, just sort of stares at you for a little bit and goes, yeah, sure. And just pulls out a cell phone. This is Halcyon City. They see shit like this every week.
1: Felix, your phone rings with an unknown number.
2: I'm going to say I would actually let that one go to voicemail if I don't recognize a number.
1: I will leave a voicemail,
2: Well, no, no, it's this shit has happened probably enough times that I just if it's not obviously a fake number, I will answer it.
0: Yeah, it's from the Halcyon area code, so it's probably not a scam. Uh,
1: hello? Hi. Are you oh. super busy right now?
2: Uh, let me check. No.
1: Praise be. Uh, can I, can I ask you to submit yourself to what is possibly the world's simplest feelings jam?
2: Yeah, all right. Do you want to meet somewhere or are we going to do this over the phone?
1: Uh, well I-, I am borrowing another person's phone and I think that would be exceptionally weird to do this over the phone so I, uh, okay. I am on the lake's shore right now cool
2: I'll just get the info when we meet up all right mm-hmm. where were you thinking anywhere in particular
1: uh, just right here if you could
2: okay um yeah just send me your location I'll be there in a minute
1: do a I- quick little bit of Google Mapsing to get a set of coordinates for him, text it over, and then erase all of his information from this stranger's phone. Yeah, that's fair. I hand it back to them and thank them.
2: They're like, no problem. Thank you, Captain Raisin.
0: Do you, like, need a towel or something?
1: I just kind of look at myself, I, I am obviously in like a bit of a state because I left from fucking fight practice, so I'm in like, <laughs> and a sports bra and a set of bike shorts.
0: Yeah, no. Again, they've. This is normal for them.
1: They're residents of Halcyon City. Yeah. So just the the wind'll try me out.
2: They're walking away, and you hear one of them be like, "I think that was the Elephant Avenger." <laughs>
1: going to presume that Felix is going to fly out to where I am.
2: I have brought a change of clothes and a towel, like a big beach towel, too.
1: When you find me, I am just kind of staring at the lake.
2: So it is currently February and you are currently standing, uh, dripping wet at the edge of a lake. How long have you been out here?
1: Um, I just kind of look up at the sun. A couple hours, at least, in the lake. Okay.
2: We'll we'll get to that one later. Okay. I gotta change a towel, uh, clothes and a towel. There's not really a good place to change around here, though. Um, I think there's a bathroom over there.
1: Could you, like, put an invisible box around me? Yeah, actually, that would make sense
2: for me to do. That would be a thing that I could do.
1: Yeah, I'll just let you do it, no roll required. I will take a hot minute and towel off and put on some non-workout clothing that is dry. And then I will emerge from the invisible box, (laughs) the towel draped over my head. I'm still probably ice cold to the touch.
3: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs)
2: probably. Gonna get you, like, Gets you, like, some tea or something, but, uh... So the lake thing. Let's circle back around to that one.
1: Yeah, um... So, I... I had a little bit of a freakout. Hmm. Uh. And I just kind of instinctually went to a place where I almost certainly would not be bothered.
2: Yeah, Hydra-Man's out of the picture for at least another week. Um, All right. So,
1: let's talk about it. Okay, so. So, I, I, I just spent the last couple of hours, uh, like, having a shower conversation with you. Uh, and I lost repeatedly. So, I'm going to ask you a question that I think I already know how you're going to answer. Okay. If you are in a relationship with somebody and they die, is it a betrayal to have those same feelings for somebody else later?
2: So context here is a little bit important, but my gut instinct is right now, the first thing I want to say is no. Yeah, Like, if it's okay. a day later? Yeah, maybe, but if Um, it's like a couple months or a year or so, if it's like an appreciable amount of time later yeah, people move on
1: It's been like seven years I think at this point
2: Yeah, that's an an acceptable amount of time for uh, having Yeah
1: Yeah, I thought so I I thought you would say that and it felt correct Uh, I am no longer freaking out
2: Okay, um, you are still kind of, like, pale and a little bit blue, so I feel like we need to go get you some soup, or at the very least a hot beverage. Okay. I kind of just flew over here, so I don't have a vehicle.
1: Uh, and I don't have my mask, or my costume. Right. Or. My wallet.
0: Well, I I brought my wallet. There's a Tim Hortons nearby.
2: Honestly, it'll just look like I just saved you from the lake or something. Let's go get some coffee. You want some coffee? I could do with a
1: coffee.
2: I don't want like a blueberry cake donut too. I mean if we're going to
1: Timmy's, we may as well. Yeah. Let's do that. And then we did that. So I'm shocked you haven't asked.
2: I don't know. I got a lot on my mind right now. What should I have
1: asked? I don't, I don't know. Like, who was I freaking out about? I
2: mean, I figure that's your business.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, do you want to ask? I am your business, but it's, I mean, and I don't know. I kind of want to talk to somebody about it because it's a little bit non-standard.
2: All right, so, like, who are we talking
1: about, then? Uh, we are talking about Wesley Calvert.
3: Hmm.
0: Okay.
1: I have, apparently, without my realizing it, been pitch for him for actual years.
2: Understandable. I mean, like, he wasn't, he's not a bad-looking guy. I... Not personally my type, but, like, I can see it.
1: Oh, come on. Tell me you wouldn't climb that man like a tree if you were given the opportunity. Okay, <laughs> this... I
2: mean, yeah, like, no, he's got the Silver Fox thing going on, which I guess is appropriate, considering his whole deal. But, like... Uh... <sighs> Like, I wouldn't kick him out of bed, but I'm not going to make an effort. I'm not going to, like, go after him.
1: each their own, I guess.
2: I mean, everybody has their own tastes. I'm not denying I'm not. He is a good looking guy. He well, since, you know, it's got it's got his face fixed. So, I mean, I didn't really ever see him before the the whole thing. He never, I never saw him without the mask before that. And then that whole thing, so I, like,
1: I saw it once. Maybe the scars, like, worked? I don't know. No, no, it very didn't. Um, okay. So, like, like picture Darth Vader, but, like, way worse. Like, less pale and emaciated and more stellar burn victim.
2: Like a Donner kebab? Yeah. But, like, the first day on the job of somebody trying to carve that thing and they're just doing a shit job of it. But as a person.
1: It was not good.
2: Right, okay. But like, post-fix, yeah. Like, guy can get it. I'm not disagreeing with that. I don't think I'd want to be in a relationship with him. And I don't think I would actively try to pursue a relationship with him, or I don't think I'd even ask him on a date. But if he came up to be in... Well, actually, I would have to reconsider the whole power dynamics of that, because that was weird. But if I wasn't me...
1: (laughs) (laughs) We've, uh, we've worked through the whole power dynamics thing. Okay.
2: This is a weird conversation to be having in the middle of a Tim Hortons.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a Timmy's. What do they fucking care? Also, I am a supervillain. I'm fine to talk loudly about this kind of horseshit in public.
0: So we return to the base where we left off in the basically the middle of a conversation that has a huge revelation in it. So it, the current scene opens with Megalad, Zero and Samuel
4: Smith. OK, um, I know I said I'm Project Bleed Bomber, but I feel like you guys have been staring at me for months now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: Sam goes, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about.
3: Oh, um... That is factually incorrect. Okay.
4: Explain. Right. So, you know, when I was fighting Megalad Prime, I flew into a portal and had my arm severed. And they never found the arm. Don't know if you were paying much attention to me at that point, but they never found the arm.
0: I was paying enough attention to spin that to my advantage during my campaign for mayor, so did not know about the arm thing, though.
4: Yeah. Um, turns out the arm was stolen and uh, they made clone. Well, I'm a clone apparently. Um. The whole to me thing, the old guy was, was the original. I'm a clone and they've stuck mind control shit in my head. I think I mentioned that. Yeah, um, we found something called Project Blue Bomber in a DHEA black site with my arm in. I thought it was about like trying to extract the energy or something. Nope, turns out clone.
0: <sighs> okay, that um that tracks with everything I know about the DHEA under the leadership of um. God, what was his name?
1: It's not Eskridge. It's Cook.
0: No, Eskridge was specifically the one that saw Blue Bomber. Cook was the one who confiscated the arm, but was keeping it. Was her entire thing was to uh, keep it safe. And then we don't know that. Uh, that's true. Yeah, that's I, true.
3: I think in this, at this point, I would say, uh, to be precise, Carolyn Cook was in charge of the D H A during the moment that uh, Gary's arm went missing. However, it was still within DHEA
4: custody when Calvin Eskridge took command.
0: Eskridge, that was the name, yeah.
4: Yeah, I'm going to assume the bad stuff was done by the robot who turned out to be a, a fake, a replica of a dead guy.
0: Yeah, so I would say, but cloning's been illegal since 1996. But also, Eskridge 100% seems like the kind of guy who, if you gave him the resources to clone one of the most powerful supers to have ever existed he would not care if it's illegal or not
4: I'm going to assume that the guy in charge of the Black sites probably doesn't care what's legal or not seeing as there were also CACF prisoners a project to revive the dead what else was there? Zero, say all the other things that were there I say all of the other things thank you
3: <laughs> uh, underlining the uh, intellectual theft of my own programming.
0: You at least have names for all of them. You don't know exactly what they all were.
4: Oh, uh, we saw them. We've uh, got pretty good guesses. I was definitely there for that. You you
0: skipped like a third of
1: them,
4: actually. Yeah, eh, but that's regardless, they... we know about the faster-than-light travel. We know
1: about the brain chips to import. Like skills in without going through training Project Wachowski mm. uh, we know about refraction we know about uh, junk- well mm. there are several that I know about from talking to Arlen that I have not actually discussed with anybody
4: I say all of that except the last bit in Switch's exact voice <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know a bunch of names and you know what they look like but you don't necessarily know what they all do I say that as well.
3: Sam, considering your hypothesis, there is a high likelihood that, if it were available, Eskridge may have attempted to clone you. As I recall, such an attempt was also made in the 90s, during the period you were presumed dead.
0: Yeah, that led to Inverse Capitalist, who ended up being... communist? Socialist?
4: Something? I don't know. It was... Yeah, there were like four of you. It's it's pretty fucked up. Anyway, the downside of the situation is, as I'm sure you appreciate, Sam, I am really fucking dangerous and constantly holding back. So the thought of having activation phrases where not only could I display abilities I've not thought of because I've not cared to think of them but also I'm not pulling punches like you've, you've seen my blast I, I project my blast with force but I could very easily choose to pierce things I could choose to disintegrate things or people I don't So, I need to do something about that. And I think... uh, I think I'm going to have to find out my limits first. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go to space again, Zero. What do you expect to find in space? I think I need someone who I can punch as hard as I can to find out exactly how dangerous I can be, to begin with.
3: I believe it would be most prudent to attempt to
4: deprogram you. Yes, that's part of the plan as well. But I think I'll probably need to exhaust myself in order to overcome the blur. So I've got an idea. Uh, Zero, what I need you to do is, while I'm away, you're in charge of Sam chuck him in rehab, whatever, keep him away from the Second Chance Society. Sam, we need you sober if you're going to help people like you said you would um, earlier. So work on that. Any questions? Sam
0: just sort of it's like shrugs and shakes his head no.
4: All right. Uh, got an idea. Switch. Where are you, Switch? I guess I need to, yeah, I, I reach out with my sort of extra senses and try and sense my own energy.
0: I will also not make you have to roll for this. It's very fairly easy. They're at the Tim Hortons near Lake Erie. They are inbound.
3: <laughs> I am set. Authority transfer acknowledged. Sam, there is a chemical that, when taken, makes alcohol taste disgusting. I highly advise you take it.
0: Like alcohol.
3: Yes, that is the problem.
2: <laughs> uh... Okay, like a real alcoholic would not give a shit about the taste of the alcohol.
4: True. I leave my head in through an upstairs window. Oh, by the way, um, might not watch Switch in him. I think there's a bit of bad blood. Possibly. Don't know. You figure that out. You're in charge. Bye. Noted. Cue the door opening. (laughs) But
3: yeah, so just for reference, that's step one, not the whole program.
0: All right. uh, So real quick question for Zero. Do you get Sam out of here before everybody returns? I know they're going to be intercepting each other halfway there, but maybe having Sam in the base probably isn't the best idea? You don't know. Maybe I'll be completely
2: chill about it. Be a great source of drama.
3: Well, I would accept the instructions given, and not knowing too much about real estate, I would take Sam to Clockwork Futures to uh, discuss with them where to put Sam because going to a rehab clinic sounds like a great way to get noticed.
0: Yeah, and he can't exactly go to any of the places that he owns in the city, because those are being watched. Exactly. All right, so yes, they'll, they'll figure that out. But uh, eventually, Switch, Megalad, and Sundog all meet each other about like halfway, th- at some point, between the Tim Hortons and the base.
4: Did Switch our clothes on yet? Yeah.
1: Yes, I changed into street clothes.
4: I'm probably still barefoot, I don't care about that. I don't look at feet. Feet are disgusting.
0: There are several people below snapping pictures with their phones in order to post
1: it to Wiki Feet later.
4: <laughs> uh, why?
1: <laughs> I am Halcyon City's preeminent supervillain. Of course they want to add that to the encyclopedia.
4: <laughs> the second I noticed that you're barefoot, ice, I put basically a floor beneath us, opaque. <laughs>
2: I will hard-light you up some Crocs or something. Jesus.
1: (laughs) It's, It's fine. We're going back to my fucking house. It's fine.
2: Yeah, but there's like glass and shit on the sidewalk.
4: We're flying. Okay. Yeah, it's a flying floor. Yeah, it's a flying I can do that.
1: Oh. Hi. It's, uh, been a while.
4: Has it been like... I feel like it's been
1: a day. No? No, it's definitely been several months since we were within speaking distance of each other. I don't feel that long. Hmm. Like, not even count- well, longer for him, because we got timey wimey Do You know what we should do? Turning to Felix and, like, pointing? We should go to that fucking hyperbolic hero service and, like, get that eight months corrected so things can stop being so weird for us. I'll schedule us an appointment. You let me know when we're free.
2: I could swear that we've talked between now and Deco City, but...
1: I mean, like, insofar as when we got back from heaven, he was in the room and I said, fuck off, I'm tired, and went to bed.
4: Ah, see, we did talk.
2: That does not count as talking. Agreed. That's like, that's a quippy one-liner at best.
4: So do you need something? Yeah, um, I need, so years ago and uh, more recently since I came back, me and the other me have given you a couple of pointers about how our powers work.
1: Yeah, and I'm pretty good at using them so far. Just a bunch of low-key applications, flight, um... I'm correcting my skin
4: color. L- l- I'm not. I'm not going to jump on that horse now. Uh, right now, um, but I need you to return the favor. Squint and turn my head a little
1: bit. It's, uh, also, squint, turn head.
4: Please use more words. Aspects. What is an aspect? How do you delineate aspects?
1: Oh well, they're uh, they're a game mechanic. They're typically short phrases. Uh, that are things about your character, you can invoke <laughs> them and spend fake points in order to get bonuses. No, no,
2: no, that's class specs.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, no, Felix is correct. Uh, so there's, there's 12 of them. Uh, it's space <laughs> and time and light and void and... <laughs> so I guess that's your word for what I call qualities. That's what I meant. I'm sure it must. Yes, um,
4: qualities. What is a quality? And how do um, you... How do you separate it? How, how do you think about it? Uh, you just, so, I I call it that because that's literally
1: what they are. Like, what are the what are the qualities of any given object? Uh, dimensions, weight, mass, volume, color. Um, barefoot. It, uh, mm, no, barefoot isn't a quality. Barefoot is a value that is inside the quality. So like, there's there's the the quality color, and then there's the value, red, orange, yellow, etc.
2: Uh, hold on, are you asking like uh, how you separate, say, your eye uh, beams from Sam's eye beams or something?
4: Yeah, I mean that's a that's a good example. So you stole, you, well, I say you know what I mean. Um, you, you took Sam's. Um, he was being a dick. He lost. Well, I, I know you, it's not about that, right now. I just that. I mean that's kind of the perfect example of what I need to do. Um, is you you took Sam's. Um, you took Sam's invulnerability. I took,
1: I took his. Yeah. So I took his physical resilience, I took his maximum force output, I took his maximum flight speed, and his maximum flight distance. And for those last two, I'm pointing at Felix. No. Oh. oh, that's how you can fly.
2: So, like, the qualities that would make Sam's invulnerability difference different between your invulnerability is that yours is like some sort of quantum immortality thing, whereas Sam is just, like, really tough. Mm. That would be, like, the quality of it.
1: So, like, what is the purpose of these questions? Because I can just, like, give you a million examples, but it feels like we're not driving towards anything.
4: No, no, that's, that's helpful. So you need to think of the specific thing, how it is, and what you want to do with it.
1: Yeah, f- so specifically for me, like... And I don't know if this is just like, well, no, it is definitely just a function of how my brain works, because uh, when I was God, I didn't have these limitations, and I could just go buck-fucking-wild about anything I could imagine. But, um, it's- I've got some kind of hang-up where I need to be able to phrase things in like really rational ways, or ways at least that are rational to me. Like, we're talking about Sam, he's still got his fucking eye beams because I- couldn't think of a way to phrase them as a quality. I would have taken them if I could have at the time.
4: So, theoretically, if you were able to think of things more abstractly, you could do it. You... But you still need to switch.
1: Yeah, the, there's there has to be a matching... well... Okay, now... I'm still a little bit in my godhead and have to remember that I can't just go buck fucking wild right now. Um, there, there's the, I, I, I am swapping the values of the same quality between two targets.
4: The second you say you're in your godhead, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna actually look into your eyes because you said there's some fucking shit going on there.
1: Oh yeah, my eyes are like super fucked up. It's omnichromatic, kind of swimming between all colors with like waves of white lines kind of folding over onto themselves as the colors change. And also, it looks like that whole sea of roiling color is encased in glass. And somebody took an ice pick and put it on the top of the glass and tapped it with a hammer, like firmly but gently so there's a shatter glass effect on top of all of the shifting colors
3: so it's like one of those leds that constantly shifts colors but as seen through a broken mirror or come on
2: hey i just want to say for flavor uh, as this like conversation's been going on felix has been very slowly just just flying the very slow and gradual loop-de-loop A very small one. And just kind of rotating his coffee cup to keep it from spilling as he's doing this. (laughs) Not saying a word, just watching this go on and just very slowly.
1: There's no rhyme or reason between the shifting of the colors. It seems to be completely random what turns into what. And the shifting speeds up whenever Robin moves. Like there's a physical aspect of their eyes translating through space that causes this shift to accelerate.
4: So I stop looking into your eyes and I say, so I saw, I saw the foot- well, I saw what footage Zero could take of when you went into- when when the old man went away. I think you still seem to have some linkage with the other yous. You should be careful.
1: Uh, there's something in here. Yeah, I got, like, you know, a million years of divine self-mutilation does not leave one without some scar tissue. I'll figure it out.
4: Yes, I mean, you and I have a score to settle, obviously, but don't lose yourself. It's no fun otherwise
1: a little bit more careful about your words with me, young man. My arch and eyebrow. My face is completely placid.
4: Yeah. Um, anyway. That's what I needed, so... yes, you... So, abstract thinking about myself. And then take what I need. Got it. Okay, I'm... I'm gonna go away. Um, oh, uh, hi, Felix.
2: Yeah, hi. I've been here the whole time again. We actually talked like a couple of minutes
4: ago. Uh, what <laughs> is up, actually? Um, I don't have time to explain. I'm a clone, also taking time bomb. I need to go and do something about that second thing. So uh, later. I would love to have more information about all of that. Ask Zero
1: interesting
2: okay like after you deal with the whole ticking time bomb thing i hope really hoping you're not being literal with that uh do you need to talk about things i'll
4: i'll 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 give you a full explanation from my end um but right now if certain words are said i will uh, there's a good chance or some chance or i don't know how much of a chance but there's a chance that both of you will will wind up with holes where your hearts used to be so can i deal with the thing now yeah, in later Sting. I fly upwards into the atmosphere.
0: And below there's the sound of a Tommy gun and a car screeching and Grumbungus is having the time of his life.
2: So um I may have missed the mark, but that sounded like Gary might be a Manchurian candidate.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that that is exactly what I got.
2: Okay. Uh, we should go to the base and talk to
1: Zero. Probably. Also, I would like a shower. Also, it's getting close to dinner time. Uh, okay. And I would like you to taste test before I take a full portion to
3: Arlen. Can do.
0: Nothing to say that um, Sundog also can't taste test, but uh, you did promise Reagan that she could also taste test.
2: Correct. Common okay. listened to the episode. No, I
3: didn't.
1: I did, and I forgot about that. So, back at the base.
3: I don't come back until after dinner. Oh okay. oh, okay. Gotta get Sam situated.
1: So, Felix and I are there. Presumably, Reagan removed herself during the conversation where Sam was present and dramatic high-end things she doesn't want to be involved with are being said. As soon as Megalad
0: said, I think I'm Project Blue Bomber, uh, Reagan just, like, scooted out of her chair, stood up, r- robotically turned direction of the door, and just walked out.
3: Locate nearest yeah. door. Access. Like In the comic panels, uh, as each one progresses, you see her move slightly closer to the door until she's gone.
0: <laughs> and then, like, half an hour later, she comes back, and it's only, like, sundog and
1: switch there. Probably just sundog but she can maybe if she strains hear the shower running uh, okay but eventually taste tests are done if
0: you want to roll to see how good it is you, it's fine if you just want to say it's good then i trust your ability to cook good food
1: um, hmm hmm i don't know let's just say that it's good
0: okay it is good
1: it's a uh it's an indian yellow curry made in a slow cooker as a basmati rice cooked in a pressure cooker. The original recipe did not call for potatoes. I added potatoes. Just because.
3: At some point, Zero returns. Uh, sees you two, and says, Ah, have you spoken with Megalad? I believe he left it intending to speak with you. Yeah, with a uh, brief but alarming conversation. Yes. He,
1: um, he asked me about how my powers work, kind of and then told us he's probably a manchurian candidate of some variety.
0: Reagan robotically gets up, turns around,
1: walks towards the door again with her sample plate. Okay, bye, Reagan. <laughs>
2: Thank you. She,
3: she you. You may wish to stay here and listen to the entire explanation this time. <sighs>
0: I better get paid extra she, for this. And she turns around. She has
1: She has expressed a desire to not be involved in the heavier stuff we're dealing with.
3: At a certain point, it is useful to have full and complete knowledge of one's teammates.
0: Again, I better get a raise for this. She just sits down and eats her sample plate of curry. I
2: will buy you a sandwich.
0: I mean, like an actual legitimate, you know what, go on, Just, just start talking.
3: Megalad presumes that under Eskridge's tenure at the DHEA, the missing arm, which was held by them, was used for a cloning project, and that both the memories of the original Megalad, up to a certain point, along with additional specific programming, were injected into him. Didn't, hang
2: on, didn't he spend that four years in between the portal, you know, event and, you know, now in Japan? Like, there are presumably documented records and recorded footage of that, right? Have we checked though? I mean, I haven't.
3: Reagan
0: on it. She gets up and starts moving to the big computer. She'll start researching this as you guys uh, continue the conversation.
3: If he did actually spend that time in Japan, then he could presumably have had checkups with an extra-national branch of the DHEA.
2: So wait, like, being in Japan would just be like to throw us off the scent? Because we'd Presumably, well, I mean, I didn't think to look at Japan for a guy we thought was dead. So that would be a good way to test out his capabilities and not really draw attention.
3: Yes, and complete the testing or whatever other incomplete process had begun four years before. As I recall, Megalad did mention that he had issues with memory early on.
0: Alright, I've got an answer uh, There's some footage But it doesn't look like it's five years worth It's um, It starts Happening about, I don't know Two, three years after he died Or something like that
3: Hmm
1: Nifty
2: This curry's really good, by the way
1: Thank you Yeah, it is, actually
3: I should also disclose that he has brought a depressed and alcoholic Sam to the base. And the hits keep coming.
1: I just like full body fucking bristle at that.
3: He advised me not to mention it and to make sure that Sam would be out of the base by the time you arrived. I have done one of those things. He has also transferred authority over Sam's well-being to me Which I have presumed to mean myself specifically and not the trendsetters at large Therefore I have taken it upon myself to Accommodate Sam in a As yet undetermined location Without necessarily communicating his every action to the rest of you If you would like me to change these settings, please vocalize them now
1: I'm going to tear his fucking ears off.
3: It is also worth mentioning that Sam, along with Gary, are wanted by the Second Chance Society for nefarious reasons. Therefore, it is in the larger interest of society to keep them out of said hands.
2: So... Fairy is technically done the correct thing here. I still feel like I'm not gonna stop you from tearing his ears
1: off. Just didn't even fucking ask me. Just brought him straight into my house. Well, to be fair, you were at the bottom of the lake. I would bet you every single cent in all of my accounts that he knew exactly where I was and could have come ask me.
2: He also does seem worried about just interacting with people in general on the off chance that he might activate whatever psychological bullshit got put into him, which is I honestly a fairly valid concern. Still, this could be handled with a little more tact, which is why I'm not going to stop you from tearing his ears off, but if Sam is getting, like, mind controlled by shady people, then this might honestly be one of the better places to to put
3: him. As I said, he is not here.
2: Well, I mean, like, you know, in general.
3: I am not certain if this information is any solace, but Sam spent approximately 8 minutes and 43 seconds within the warehouse.
1: It is the principle of the matter. I am more upset with Gary than Sam by orders of magnitude.
2: Like, on one hand, I want to defend him because if I found out I was a clone of myself and might have a trigger face, I would also be... Not in a good mental place, but on the other hand, be like, take like a minute to send a text. So again, I'm not like I'm upset. I'm not quite tear his ears off level, but I am again not going to stop you from tear his ears off. So like a couple notches below that.
1: (sighs) There is going to be shouting when he gets back from space. Yep. Okay. I have other things to do tonight, and I cannot be mad all night about that.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Thank you for telling me, Zero. I appreciate it. Yeah, good on you, man. Noted. Also, thank you for getting him out of here before
2: we arrived, because that could have gone really bad.
3: Yes, that is what I theorized.
1: So, like, I'm going to be real? I don't like the guy. I'm not... Kill on sight. With him.
2: I feel about the same way, yeah. You know what, tell you what. You do what you gotta do tonight. Do whatever it is you had scheduled. How would I go talk to him? Sure. We gotta figure out what the hell's going on here. So, like, the information we have right now is Sam... It might also be a Manchurian agent, and we should probably figure out what's going on with that, because that would help us figure out what's going on with Gary, because probably the same people are
3: doing it. There is also a chance that Sam also has a clone. Cool. We have no physical evidence, but if Eskridge is the sort of person to clone Gary, Then he might also be the sort of person to clone Sam.
2: Yeah, I can see that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Alright, um... Zero, take me to Sam. Well, no, let's actually... Let's clean this up first, and then take me to Sam. Um...
1: So, uh... While I'm washing dishes... Thank you for offering to help. Um... While I guess we are, uh, putting everything on the table, it's like, kind of look at Reagan a little bit, um, there's been some developments. Uh, Felix, before we left to go storm the gates of heaven, Zero and I determined through analysis that the anti-psychic brain chips in all of the DHEA agents have code in them to rewrite and write in memories. Why Why do people gotta do shit? Yeah.
2: Don't fuck with people's brains. Come
1: on. Uh, I know for certain that there is exactly one agent for whom this is not a problem because I took his out and that's Arlen. And that's why I'm going to go talk to him.
2: Okay. All right. So we have, like, one fixed position. That's nice.
1: And it is but the every highest other... fixed position because we put him in charge.
2: But we should consider every other DHEA agent a potential hostile? I...
1: That sounds weird. Compromised. Universal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, earlier today, when I was sparring with Calvert... Uh, he let me know that his Ventirium mine in South America got raided by the same guys who stole the Rampire's head.
2: All of this, I I cannot prove this, but all of this bullshit's connected.
1: Oh yeah, like 10,000%.
2: Like, I'm gonna get a fucking corkboard and some newspaper some yarn
1: yeah no I fucking I fucking mit- told I, I verbally constructed a Pepe Silvia board for Arlen before we left and I used those words um, it's weird
2: that that show is still going
1: it's like on it's like 20th season <laughs> now. they're so old they need to retire um, also like quantitatively they stole a suit's worth of the stuff
3: yeah <sighs> yeah I wish to clarify a point. Mm-hmm. That, based on their timing and their behavior, I suspect that they did not steal the vampire's head. I suspect that they retrieved the vampire's head.
2: No. That's a subtle but powerful distinction.
3: Yes.
1: Okay. Um. Okay. um fucking
4: Europe, man
1: all right so um i turn the sink off dry my hands off scoop up the boxes i'm gonna go fly over to the freshly relocated dhea headquarters and have dinner um and i'll talk to you to tomorrow probably yeah we'll see i'll i'll be up late I will not have my phone or my mask, so it will be difficult to get a hold of me <laughs> until, like, tomorrow.
2: If something bad happens with Sam, you will probably hear about it. Like, literally hear about it. Just, like, while you're in the city.
1: Yeah. Alright.
2: Alright. Uh. I'm gonna actually did you mention dinner I should like I'm gonna grab some fried chicken or something before I go to see Sam bring him some of that just like a peace offering I guess also because I'm hungry
1: I'm sorry I have whetted your appetite
2: no no it's, it's just cool this is like reserved for a good for good cause so <sighs>
4: basically what I do is I go sort of in into sort of a space between anything which I don't know a lot about space but I'm sure there's a lot of space between spaces
0: mm-hmm.
4: um, and I'm basically just sort of using my senses to listen out for signs of uh, oh, what did you just call, call it? it the cre- void. Yeah, the void. I, I'm in the void and I'm just listening to signs of crepto, crepto, brecto. Brecto. I was close. Yeah. Just think,
0: it's a me, and then you take out the Sarah and me part, and then it's what you've got. And that's a
4: Colin, I'm like four beers in today. That's gone <laughs> completely over my head. <laughs> <laughs> there a bit of the football. All right. You um, well, I kind of do
0: want you to roll to find him, because if you just... Pop in without the proper precautions, things could go worse for you. So, um...
4: super senses.
0: Yeah, we'll call this difficulty. Um, what do I have on here
4: for him? I mean, he's he's a loud guy. He's not. He's a a loud guy, but I'm trying
0: to figure out like if I want to make it against his. mm, We'll make it against his drive. So you're aiming for a difficulty five.
4: Seems harder than it should be, but I'll roll. That's a three. Okay, you can spend a fate point. I don't. I don't want. I just want a general direction. I'll deal with. Okay.
0: Well. All right. So you fail, but it's more interesting to fail forward. So he is going to get a bonus um, aspect to invoke. Okay. So you find him somewhere deep in space. It's not even in the Milky Way. It's somewhere like several galaxies away. And uh, he is very happily riding around on his
4: motorcycle and smoking a cigar. It's a very good thing that I'm ludicrously fast in space, isn't it? Yeah.
3: yeah. planets are constantly calling in, complaining about the noise pollution when he's riding past. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then he kills every cop that comes and tries to arrest him. In okay, the mobile way.
4: So I sort of see where he's riding around and I just sort of get his attention.
0: He rides up to you. His hair has grown out quite a bit since you last saw him. Last time you saw him, he was, like, sort of sporting a crew cut. Now it's, like, down to his shoulders. And he's wearing, like, traditional, like, doomsday biker gear. His motorcycle is basically just a slightly more futuristic version of a regular Harley Davidson. And he goes, what the fuck are you doing here?
4: Ah, uh, two things. Okay. I... Oh. And I'll start stretching... I need to find out my limits, and the way to find that out is to fight someone who can take it, who I can't kill, who it's impossible for me to kill no matter how hard I go. So you
0: thought of the main man?
4: That's right, I thought of you. Excellent. And also, and I sort of start swinging my shoulders a bit, I still owe you one from the hospital. We never finished that fight. We got you out. We never proved who was who was the strongest, did we? <clears throat> we all know why
0: I'm the strongest, but uh, if you really want to go down this route, let's do it to it.
4: <laughs> yeah, let's do it till it's not fun anymore. Because I can't kill you. You can't kill me. Let's see what happens. Ready?
0: Hold on a second. He cracks his knuckles. And cracks his neck in that really satisfying sounding way. But if you try to do it, uh, it would probably hurt a lot.
4: Okay, while he's doing that, I'm going to back off. So there's a bit of a distance between us.
0: <laughs> and he starts revving up his motorcycle because he does actually have a stunt for attacking ball on his motorcycle. Okay. So he revs it up. Just a real sadistic like grin on his face.
3: Digs into a
4: saddlebag for a a laser's chain. (laughs) He kind of, like, chomps on a cigar a bit more. Okay, while he's revving, I make energy appear in my hands. I don't need to, I just do.
0: All right, so we are both going to just roll fight. However, he gets a stunt called ramming speed, which is plus two to when using drive to attack individual people. So he's going to be actually rolling drive to attack you at a plus seven and then he's going to invoke i'm the main man aspect for a plus two and then he's going to do that free invoke that he got from me failing for another plus two so he is rolling a total of plus 11 okay you need to be a 13 my dude
4: okay let's go
0: here is a five. A, here's a question Are there enough invokes in the world for you to bring that up to an 11 so that way he does not succeed with style?
4: No, but what I can do is I can see that he's approaching me quite quickly, so I can invoke my stunt moat to spend a fate point and roll blast to defend against some of the damage.
0: Okay, go for it.
4: I mean, it's not going to really be damage. We'll uh, we'll just... I know we're abstracting, but basically I do want to come out of this without taking, like, major consequences So that's a six on blast Okay But a minor consequence I can deal with, but
0: Um, so... Five plus six is eleven It is eleven, actually, Hmm. so, uh He does come out on top We'll say that that you get a mild consequence Does that sound fair? Yeah, that's fair Let's call it how that actually
4: hurt Okay
0: yeah, and any minor damage that he took from you going all out, he just immediately heals, and he seems more concerned about his bike than he does his own well-being. Okay. So, after a while, when uh, when the fight ends, how do you look? Because he looks perfectly fine, the bike looks a little scuffed up.
4: I look perfectly fine, because you know, that's how I do, but I look more physically tired than him. I've been turning my uh, sort of blasts into blades and sort of hacking at him, I've been sort of zapped his head off at one point, but he's still...
0: (laughs) He cropped it back.
4: Yeah, but he's still looking fine.
0: I was going to have him end the fight with him, like, just putting his cigar out on your forehead, like, right where Dr. Manhattan's, like, symbol would be, but since you blasted his head off, he doesn't have a cigar
4: anymore. He's probably got a pack of them.
0: He's got a pack of them, but he doesn't have one that's lit at the moment.
4: Okay, so, yeah, after after a while of fighting, when I'm feeling like I can't keep going anymore, I just sort of wave at him and say, that was fun.
0: Sure was. You actually gave me a little bit of a run for my money, but uh knew you wouldn't be able to beat me.
4: Not yet, it seems.
2: <laughs>
4: Thank you.
0: Pulls out a cigar, lights it. Yeah, no problem. Yeah,
1: let's see how well I can fucking solo the guy that was a protracted fight for the entire rest of the
4: team, including Penny. I mean, if anyone can do it, it's probably me, but not this time. I say to the voice in my head that sounds like a Switch.
0: <laughs> so, aside from uh, having a bit of fun, what exactly was this for?
2: Hey, you know what's weird? I can hear the voices in your head, too.
0: Does Lobo break the fourth law?
4: sometimes clone me is definitely insane
3: <laughs>
4: <sighs> well settling the score figuring out exactly how strong I am seems hanging around out with a team is still of benefit to me also I needed to exhaust myself somewhat because I'm going to do something to myself now that is probably going to hurt but I needed to basically limit the amount that my blur's gonna do.
0: Rad, hey, can I watch? What? Sorry, I had this cigar in my mouth. Rad, can I watch?
4: You can watch. It's probably gonna be a bit less impressive than you'd imagine.
0: Okay. I still wanna watch.
4: Okay. Uh, I'm probably gonna scream a bit, so that might be entertaining. Huh?
0: Oh, that's the best part.
4: <laughs> okay. Now then. I love it when they scream.
3: <laughs>
4: Sounded giddy as a schoolboy. Oh, evil robbing in my head there.
0: You keep seeing, saying weird things, so I'm pretty sure that anything you do to your own brain is probably for the better.
4: Yeah. Uh, so, Colin, hmm. ages and ages ago, like, young, 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 young Megalad, like, session four or whatever, when we were, on, not quite session four, but session... Something when something, we were fighting something. the guns. Early yeah. session,
0: single digits.
4: Yeah, when we were fighting Fortune and Glory for after uh, the first or the second time, I had back in different rule set. I had a ability called Snatch. Okay, take something up to person size and have it in my hand. Balls. <laughs> I mean, balls. Yes, um, could do. Okay, so, go on. I am going to take... Bear in mind, I've got more imagination. Like I'm less mechanical, but more imaginative than Switch, I think is something we've established mm-hmm. at this, very well at this point. I would like to take the triggers, and as much as I can of my general vulnerability to mind control that's been well established at this point, because I can't function with triggers and I can't function with that weakness now I'm gonna to be clear Colin I'm very happy to take a moderate or severe consequence for this
0: oh yeah this is definitely like this is not going to be something you're getting out of for free my dude you're doing basically brain surgery on yourself Mm. so here's what's going to happen You're going to roll Blast. Difficulty 10. If you succeed, it is a moderate consequence. If you fail, it is a severe consequence.
4: Okay. So first of all, I'm going to overcharge, which gives me plus two Blast once per scene. Um, I'm not going to spend a fake point for this one because the scene's going to end. So there's no point. Um, so whatever I roll is with a plus two. We'll see how well I do, and then I'll start spending fate points because severe consequences suck.
0: Yeah, they take a while to go through.
4: So that's a, that's a four.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a four. You're going to have to spend three fate points unless you want to unless you want to re-roll. But re-roll is
1: hmm,
4: chancy. Ch-
1: re is chancy.
4: What does spending a fate point on overcharge get you? So basically overcharge gives me plus or two to blast once per scene, but for the rest of the scene I roll blast at minus two, the fate point negates the penalty. Eh. Nah. Okay. So say pointless in this case, because I'm not gonna I'm almost certainly not gonna have to roll it again. Right. I guess let's figure out how much I'm going to say some shit, and you're, it's up to you how much of my bullshit you accept because I need three aspects here. Do
0: you need three aspects, or you can use one aspect and reroll
4: and try and, and hope for better luck, essentially? Right. Cosmic destructive power speaks oh, for itself.
0: Yeah. I'm,
4: I am that's powerful. Yep. So that's a six now.
0: Okay. Do you have the fate points to spend?
4: Oh, I have many, many fate okay. points. I, I, okay, just ref- it- I've never bought stunt, extra stunts, so my refresh oh, is currently okay. at six.
0: Okay. All right. Fair enough.
4: Um, so that leaves me with four from six because I've spent two fate points so far. Okay. Um, I feel like won't kills relevant. I don't. Because I'm not. I'm not. Look. I'm. I'm careful. I know how to use my powers somewhat. Care, and I've got a lifetime's you, experience okay, in using but my you're, powers. Okay,
0: you I feel like most. I mentally healthy people would not even be. Out to kill themselves. I would argue that sort of thing.
3: I would argue this counts as the larger motivation for these actions. Yeah, as well as that.
0: Oh, okay. For a little, all right, sure. I'll, yeah, I, I'm.
4: That
0: there saying? you go. Bobbin helped. Bobbin helped you bullshit it.
4: I mean, I'm still failing. Uh, I guess under that same logic, my Kai concept of a savior, not a superhero, also helps. I'm trying to save people. I can't save people if I'm vulnerable to mind control.
0: True, but I kind of think it's cheating to use a similar one twice. I mean,
4: the problem is that those two are kind of similar at the moment. Like, What other bullshit you got? I, I can help. The only other aspects I've got is trouble betrayed by my friends, because that's how I feel. Uh, well, that's how he felt. And the other one is learn the best from the capitalists, not the worst, which also seems kind of combined with the others. But I can't got one aspect in three different boxes.
3: Uh, I would argue your trouble could work because that's the reason you're out here in space doing surgery on your own head.
4: Okay, let's use that then. Uh, Let's use that instead of a savior, not a superhero, and I guess we will... I yeah, will, you, can
0: work on, you can work on I, some, I will change you know, won't aspects, kill.
4: Yeah. I'll change won't kill at the end because I think a savior, not a superhero covers that already. That leaves me with two fate points and a 10 on the roll. Okay,
0: so a 10 on the roll.
4: With difficulty 10, so that's...
0: So that that leaves you at a moderate
4: consequence. Okay. Mr. GM, what's the uh, what's the moderate consequence? What can we name the moderate consequence? Because like you can also
0: name them if you want.
4: Um. <sighs> I mean, the, the, the name of it's performed Brain, a uh, modified own brain. Yeah, modified own brain. There we go. And I mean, this the the mechanical effect of this role is to make probably to, because of the difficulty, I feel like the mechanical benefit is both. The trigger words don't work. Plus, I should get some kind of bonus to rolls against mind control in future because it was difficulty ten. But it's up to you what the penalty is because it's still a penalty.
0: Um, I mean, the penalty is mostly just the consequence at the moment because you're gonna have to you're gonna have to heal for that. And moderate consequences you don't get a chance every scene to heal from that. You get. What, moderates every
1: session at the end of every session okay uh once per session once per session okay you need a uh a source that can make the healing role whether it is a physical or mental consequence needs to be delineated and uh an appropriate like, source of healing, so therapy or hospital, needs to be designated. And then a roll has to beat a target number in order to get it. And that target number goes up if you try and heal yourself. Yes. And for moderate consequences, you only get to make that roll once a session, starting the session after
4: you get it.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that you couldn't do it this one.
4: Yeah, okay, I guess... What we need is what is the actual, because I've modified my own brain, what is the actual, is there any mechanical effect of that? Yes,
3: it is something that the GM can invoke against you.
4: Yeah, th- can... th- basically once per
0: scene, I can invoke your consequences as aspects and I can give my characters or traps or whatever that bonuses. Is,
1: that is almost correct. Mm. You get one free invoke on it And after that, you can spend fate points like the rest of us to continue Ah. to invoke it.
4: Yeah, I think as well in terms of fate points for the audience at home, although I've used Snatch before, I think technically this counts as enough of a new power for me to spend the fate point to invoke, to be able to have that as a power, so that leaves me with one. I'm very glad I never took another stunt. But (laughs) now... But now I can snatch aspects to some degree, although I imagine it's going to be harder for me than Switch. Because, otherwise, what's what's the point of Switch? All
0: right. So, here's my question: How much screaming is there?
4: A lot. I am. I mean, I've only just succeeded after. Like it's hit and miss. I've gotten very close to completely lobotomizing myself. I. We got good company then. (laughs) Considering the name. I was in absolute agony. I'm probably, well, I'm not on the ground, but I'm probably just floating in the fetal position right now.
0: Brechtel looks at you and goes, That was rad. Can I keep that?
4: I mean, it's not a chunk of brain. It's essentially a, what I'm holding Oh, is, oh, okay. What I'm holding is essentially a chunk of blue energy, and... I think you would still ask for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I have that? Um, If it's all the same to you... I think I'm going to throw it in the nearest sun
0: I kind of want it now More Now now that you've said you're going to throw it into a sun
4: (sighs) Tell you what Next time we fight If you win, I'll buy you a box of cigars
0: I don't have to buy any cigars I just take them
4: Yeah, but isn't it more fun to have someone give you them?
0: Mm, Steal them or have someone give them to me they are both kind of fun actually
4: two boxes
0: you also treat me to a stripper place
4: I've got no interest in strippers but if that's what yeah sure excellent and if I win the next fight you don't have to do anything for me awesome cool sweet is it weird that I think we're friends you know I think we're friends too (laughs) (laughs) it's cool might drop by one day. Yeah, I like. to... I mean, don't destroy the city. Can we? If if you drop by, can we at least, you know, somewhere without people? Uh,
0: last time I destroyed Halcyon, a couple of preteens ended up kicking my ass. So I'm over that.
4: Mm. Oh, those are my friends too. What well, Excuse me, we were
1: teenagers.
0: <laughs> he doesn't care. He's gonna call you preteens anyway.
4: They are pretty young.
0: No, uh no no it wasn't it wasn't them it was uh I have comp- no idea who he's talking about i have absolutely no
4: idea but i think it's you so i'm still saying that
0: you're friends with the kid who can jump around and teleport and say weird shit and make you want to do something else
4: oh uh Dog. yes absolutely
0: okay um <laughs> what about that that guy with that guy with the robot arms
4: Ah, uh, zero yes
0: okay and uh, the, the streamer the streamer guy he seems to be really big into like making earthquakes
4: I think Switch prefers they them
0: oh okay <laughs> anyway I'll see you around
4: yeah you too take care of yourself well not too much care but you know
0: I mean I don't really have to take too much care when I can do this he, take, he takes his gun puts up his hand puts it against it Guess it shoots a hole through his hand and then just regenerates. That still hurts, by the way.
1: That that really hurt. I
0: ow! Anyway.
4: Yeah?
1: Uh, he revs up and. Oddly enough, hurts less than the time I got decapitated.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He revs up and he rides away. For some reason there's still exhaust and it gets blown into your face.
4: He's a really good friend.
0: Oh, I forgot. Um, Namtab. Your minor condition, we can roll to see if that's healed up at least. Okay,
4: well, what am I rolling?
0: I think in space, the only way that you could reasonably get that fixed is through your own superpowers. So, like, you're probably going to roll blast. And the difficulty is four, since it is a minor condition that you're trying to heal yourself.
4: Okay, done.
0: Uh, That's a two. That's a two. You fail. You fail, so that minor condition persists until the next scene.
4: That's fine. I'm going to try and fix my own brain problems. Well, like I put in the chat earlier,
3: you can roll to recover at any time, but it persists for one full time unit based on what type it is.
4: Yeah, I, I... I mean, I have basically lobotomized myself. It's not going to be Well, I was, I was talking about the minor. Yeah, the, the mind is fine. The the moderate I'm not going to get. <laughs> I, I'll probably roll something at the end of the session, but there's nothing... No, it won't be until the end of next session. Okay, I'll roll something at the end of next session.
3: If nothing else, you should find someone else to treat it.
4: Yeah, I'll talk... I'll talk to someone. I've got a good idea of who's going to I've got a good idea of who I'm going to have to talk to for this.
1: Uh, Namtab, you should give yourself a new aspect. Something like, I don't know, modified brain.
4: Uh, Yeah, I'm noting it in my description. Um, Modified brain. Um,
1: Oh, like an actual aspect. That way you can invoke it and uh, also. Modified
4: brain no longer has trigger words. Uh Colin, what's my bonus to general mind control that's not my trigger words?
1: It's you have the aspect modified brain that you can invoke for fake points. Oh,
0: okay. You invoke fake points and you get a oh, bonus. Aspects.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, aspects.
3: Aspects. That game, aspects. that game
1: mechanic.
0: So we're, uh, we're back on Earth.
4: I'm going back to Earth. Don't worry about
0: that. It'll take you a little bit. Uh, we're back on Earth and it is dinner time.
4: Unless there's something <laughs> anybody
0: else wants to do.
3: I mean, it's been dinner time. We mean, Sundog are heading over to talk to Sam.
0: Uh, who wants to go first? Team Sam or Team Arlen, which is just switch.
2: Uh, Ours is probably less thematically important, so let's do ours first.
0: Okay. Zero. where did you take Sam?
3: Alright, so getting an actual apartment is going to take some time, so for now we've put him up at a mid-range hotel, where the staff have been given explicit instructions not to provide him with anything alcoholic, regardless of what he asks for. All right. The reason he's not in a motel is because they don't offer that service. And very often there are drugs you can buy in the parking lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a little sad that they won't give him anything alcoholic, but he will make do. Uh, So I guess when you guys knock on his door, he answers and he goes, Oh, hey, it's, um, The robot and
3: Felix. He has requested to meet with you.
2: Is that Popeyes? Yes, it is now. It wasn't before, it kind of existed in a quantum state.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's like, All right, come on in. And he'll step aside. It's a your standard hotel room where there's like a main room and then there's like to the side, there's a bedroom with a uh, bathroom in it. So, TV is on. He's watching.
2: Fucking Wheel of Fortune. That's always on. our Price no. is right.
0: No, he's watching 60 Battle Wizards.
2: He's,
0: he's watching 60 Battle Wizards.
2: Okay, sure. So,
0: what do you want to talk about?
2: Well, had a kind of a chat with uh, Gary. He might be a Manchurian Candidate, which means you also might be a Manchurian Candidate, and you might be a clone or have a clone. And... It feels like we should probably get a solid, just like a real good grip on what exactly the fuck is happening. Yeah,
0: yeah, so... Um, guess the easiest way to do that is to basically talk about everything since
2: since you tried to kill us
0: yeah so got thrown into the Michael Cook for temporary detainment while my trial was going on then it was a more permanent move when my trial was finished and I pled guilty and all that um And for a couple of years I just sat in there and I carried out my sentence and then after a little while um, Pelfrey came in and basically said that she was interested in making my case like her next big project and that uh that I could help me help myself in all that bullshit she spews. If you've never talked to her, she is exhausting.
2: I know the type.
3: I have spoken with her.
0: I rejected it at first, and then my lawyers heavily implied that I should take the deal so that I can repair my brand. which I Didn't really want to do, but also, I don't know. It just sounded like a good idea. It sounded like... like I, it's weird. I didn't really want to do it, but I ended up doing it anyway.
2: Right, writing that
0: one down. Uh, so for a couple of years, they were trying to work on getting my image cleaned up. They seemed to be mostly successful. Uh I kind of went along with the flow, didn't really rock the boat too much, and then next thing I know Gary's alive twice.
2: Well that it's a yeah, that was that was weird.
0: And then after that, um I guess you know the rest. I don't know if what Gary has and has not told you. He's he's a Manchurian candidate. I might be a Manchurian candidate.
2: Right. Yeah. Uh, this is all like really, really fucking fucky uh, is the best word that comes to mind. to s- describe all of that. This is like this is puppet master bullshit. Like you, you know, You've been in this business for longer than I have. You can you can sniff this out. This is like, this is powerful man pulling the strings behind the curtain shit. Yeah. I don't think it's much of a leap to look at one particular person as that powerful man. Yeah. I know who you're talking about.
3: And, um, wait,
0: hold on holding? I never considered running for mayor until I got a lot of online support asking for it from people I assumed were from Halcyon. They were saying that I could clean up the city, make it better for superheroes and everything. What if
2: That wasn't people from Halcyon. Now, I'm not admittedly what you would call a brain genius, but that does seem kind of suspect.
3: You suspect astroturfing.
2: I'm saying that
0: it was real convenient for me to want to run for mayor, and then the next thing I know, I'm trying to get a thing going with the Transistor Tyrant, making a deal with him, saying to create a situation where I could come in and save the day, or someone could come in and save the day and make superheroes look better so it would boost my numbers.
3: Mm. It is worth considering. Archibald is infamous for his understanding of magic. And magic is infamously a weakness of Sam.
2: So you didn't have any interest on, you know, rebuilding your brand until suddenly you did and you don't particularly know why you felt that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't have the chip, brain chip. I never got that installed, but, um... Yeah. I was hanging around with my lawyer a lot, and he wins a lot of cases that he honestly shouldn't win.
3: May we have a name?
0: Peter Yell. I actually what? have him. I've had a handout for him for a while.
3: I immediately pull out my phone and start researching.
0: Yeah, he wins a lot of cases, but no one's been able to prove that he's cosmically powered.
3: Could be magically powered.
0: Could be magically powered, or could also be he has a very subtle power that um, doesn't require flashy effects to kick in, like maybe some sort of like mind control via talking or something.
2: All right, uh, all right, you got that. And then Archibald's been moving some pieces around the board. He's recently put one of his pawns in a position of power. That's cool. So I'm not going to tell you because honestly, I'm not trying to be rude. I don't know if like, I don't know the degree of how compromised you are.
0: Honestly, completely fair. Um, Yeah.
2: All right. Yep. Okay. So now we have the fun task of trying to dig up dirt, but not too much dirt that we get noticed on this Second Chance Society. always join I don't have a reason to
0: they don't care they take whoever they can get as long as you feel remorse they will bullshit their way into your life and into your bank account so be very careful about that part they will prop they have driven more than one member to bankruptcy they didn't do it to me because I was important I was an important poster boy
3: If Gary is successfully able to rid himself of the ongoing issues, I believe he is already the best placed among us to be our mole. What the computer said. Okay.
2: All right. Yeah. Like, all right. All right. For the time being, I have to just like trust that you are not a living wire. Just don't trust too uh,
0: much. I don't want you to. Yeah, fuck I know everything. Up. I'm not. Yeah.
2: I mean, we're having this conversation. Yeah. I don't think you're like directly compromised, but there is like I I don't want to pass sensitive information to you just because, you know. But there's a lot of stuff going on. But this is. A solid an entry point to figure out like what's happening is anything.
3: Um, hmm. If I may, you know, Sam's breakdown and refusal to cooperate with the terms of his parole would seem to indicate that any compromise is not significant. Like maybe he's getting resistant to whatever shit they're doing, Sam. Have you noticed any different results during the meetings you have had with Second Chance Society members? Has there been a particular progression towards the emotional state that you have now found yourself in?
0: No, no, it was just, I was fine coasting along with it until I saw Gary and then that brought up some bad memories and that, in the end, led me to a bunch of shit that has led me to here.
3: This suggests that any tampering of Sam has been subtle at best. I may hypothesize that this is because Sam is a very high-profile individual and any sudden changes in behavior would be noticed.
2: So, like, seeing Gary was enough of a shift system shock to just shake off the fog, huh? Maybe. Hmm. All right. Well... All right, for the time being, uh, as per your own advice, Sam, just keep playing along. Just keep doing what you're doing. We're gonna do a little bit of subtle digging. And, I mean, I expect we'll know what will turn up, but we got to do it anyway, we got to do our due diligence. Um... It's been weirdly cathartic to talk to you like this?
0: He looks up and there's just, like, a shit ton of grease from the chicken uh, all over his mouth.
2: Sam, you're not a dog.
0: Well, I like the chicken breasts, but they're hard to eat.
2: When was the last time you had a decent meal?
0: the hesitance to me answering should indicate how long it's been.
2: Where did they feed you? What no, are you
0: no, no, it's not that they weren't. It's not that it's just the I did go on a bender for a couple of months.
2: Yeah, OK, sure. How much alcohol does it take to put you on a bender?
0: Oh, uh, you know, ever since your friend took away a bunch of my powers, uh, it's a lot easier these days.
2: Fair enough. OK. Still. Uh, Yeah, let's not do that one anymore. Um, And let's try to eat better.
0: Says the man bringing me fried chicken.
2: I I was uh, literally about to make the same point, but like
0: I do appreciate though. hotel food sucks.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, it depends on that. Some like the really nice uh, hotels have like their own restaurant.
0: This hotel's food sucks.
2: Okay, I'm just I I I yeah I yeah. This is like a this is just this is all weird. Yeah, I did try to kill you once. Yeah, and then it got weirder because you were eating chicken in the manner of a canine. I'm hungry. I've been hungry too, and I'm literally dog themed, but I don't do that. I use like a fork and knife
0: la da look at mr fancy pants using dishware
3: you have dishware here actually they would
0: he moves over and he's like holy shit there's some forks in here
2: i mean there's like there was like the plastic fork and knife in in with the bucket but those those don't do shit with the anyway all right fair that's that's fair yeah uh, okay here just i just napkins man
0: he takes a napkin and he wipes his mouth
2: okay this has been enlightening in more ways than one um you can just keep the rest of the chicken
0: I was planning to
2: yeah (sighs) alright unless you got anything else you want to do here uh, I think we should get back to base
0: No, I can't think of anything
2: I, you,
3: you live here. I was talking to Zero. There is one thing I would like to do before leaving. Okay. I would like to cast a mind shielding spell on Sam.
2: Okay. All
0: right. Um. Uh, go ahead and roll magic. And what we will do is we will take whatever result you get as the difficulty needed to break through in order to, uh, do that to him. That's how we'll resolve that. So if you get a negative number, it's... People actually get bonuses to, uh, to fucking up his brain.
3: Yep. Uh, first thing I would like to do is invoke Head in the Cloud and use my academic score instead of magic. Okay. And I will justify this by saying that, uh, Among all of the other knowledge that future Nico gathered, it includes uh, magic spells that have not yet been conceived of. All right, so go ahead and roll it. Rolling. Okay, that's flat. And just to make it a little tougher, uh, I will invoke, always defend those who need defending.
0: Okay, so I'm going to write that down.
1: I walk into the front office of the DHEA headquarters in halcyon City carrying two boxes that smell real good
0: and um Arlen looks up and goes oh thank God I was is he dark is he just hanging out in the lobby oh 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 in the lobby okay um I thought you were
1: walking into his office uh. There's, there's a receptionist there. Well, I, so I, I, I told you uh, last time that uh, because I don't know if I'm allowed to just, like, cruise on up to his office anymore, now that he is the headest of honchos, so I'm mm-hmm. doing it right the first time. Ah, okay. So I, like, I go in and I speak to the receptionist and right. I say, Hi, uh, I think I have an appointment with Director Arlen right around this time. Steiner, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, looks like he's expecting you, so uh, they do something. All right, Elevator should take you up there. Thank you. And It's a very long ride up because uh, it is the tallest building in the city, and he is on the very tippy top, but eventually you get there, and the elevator doors just basically open up to his office because it has to be unlocked from the lobby, so there's no way that if someone wasn't authorized to come up here, they could ride the elevator up, but the doors would never open, and it would take very strong stuff to get through them because the entire top of this building is lined with venterium, including
1: the elevator doors on uh, that side. Do I feel that, by the way? Just because, like, with, with the dimensional energy power set, I'm, like, constantly supposed to be drawing in energy from the depths of space.
4: Not unless you touch it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's covered by, like, walls and stuff. Like, the, it's, it's mostly to prevent people from just blowing their way in, not to...
1: Right, but, like, I'm in a sealed box of metal that prevents the transmission of cosmic energy.
4: True. I think what I would say as the guy who thought of the powers is you would probably still be absorbing the energy because the energy just exists. But if you were to shoot a blast or something, it probably wouldn't make it further than the wall.
0: There we go. And uh, he looks up and he goes, oh, thank God, I was starving. And I was hoping you would bring something that smelled really good.
1: Just kind of smile and, like, I do this incredibly dumb, like, happy little wiggle as I walk into the room.
0: (laughs) He uses his telekinetic powers to, like, make room on his desk for two people to eat. Just, like, sort of shoves things to the side, and when they start to fall off the desk, they just sort of, like, float back up and, like, balance themselves fairly well so he doesn't have to
1: keep constantly using it. I lay the two... Boxes out, pop them open, withdraw the utensils from a pocket. He'll do the thing where he like spears a uh, piece
0: of chicken on his fork, and then like he'll like lift it up to like sort of like clink forks with you. Just like as a, a... <laughs> sure, yeah. And then, uh, and then he'll eat it and go, "Oh, oh, that's good. That's good. I did not
1: know you were that good of a cook." Um well technically I'm not I'm kind of working off of other people's experience okay well that's terrifying oh and
0: I also have a present for you and he um, opens Bitty up dags. his drawers and um, he's like you didn't tell me what color you wanted it in but I w- looked at your previous thing and I assumed you wanted it in sort of a darkish gray, and he hands you a Project Refraction
1: mask in dark gray. I'm grinning like a child at Christmas. Uh, just kind of rubbing it between my fingers. It feels like cloth, but you know
0: for a fact that like there's definitely technology in there that is like beyond even
1: your mask. <laughs> oh... Thank you for this, this is, I'm very
0: happy about this. You're welcome, uh, try not to let anyone know where you got it from, I may be the director, but I can still get in trouble with the big boss who is currently the President of the United States.
4: Yep,
1: yep, 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 yep. This never happened. What Fold never happened? It up into as small as a rectangle as I can and stick it in a pocket. So, since you left, I've been scouting Uh, out... Point of order. Hmm. I I just, I need to ask, because I was paranoid about it the whole time, and I feel like I can be less paranoid about it, but not non-paranoid about it, until I ask, have you made sure this room isn't bugged? Yes,
0: I've quadruple checked it myself, and then I also had some other people that I trust after I quadruple-checked it to come in and sweep it themselves. And when they found nothing as well, I was satisfied. Excellent. Speaking of which, I have been scouting out people who I'm pretty sure we can trust with this whole thing. And I'm pretty sure we can trust this guy because he physically cannot have a brain chip implanted into him. He pulls up a profile on his computer, and he shows you an odd image of a lizard-like man, kind of orangish in color, has a bright blue gem in their head, and is holding another gem that is like roughly a diamond shape, and is like swirling with like purples and blues and greens. And he says the actual agent is that crystal that that guy is holding. That is prince ectris um he's an alien he comes from some planet uh the lizard is a sort of drone that he controls to move around and everything that's how his entire species used to operate apparently there's something involving the planet blowing up or something came here joined the dhea and since he literally cannot have a brain chip implanted into him I trust that his memories won't be altered in any way.
1: Cool.
0: Neat. I'm looking for others just because doing this alone, even with practically unlimited resources is hard, so we we can trust them as far as I'm concerned. I'm personally vetting for them. All right. I believe you. That being said, uh, is there anything that you have to say? Like, any reports you have to
1: give? Um I mean, like, I got a lot of questions to ask you about what's transpired since I left okay. uh, and then I can just, like I'll tell you anything I didn't tell you last time which shouldn't be much at this point Oh. Uh, And then, I don't know, you could just ask me any questions you have, and I'll see if I can answer them. Alright. So,
0: since you left, we've been trying to keep up on uh, this new group that has popped up all over the place. Not just in America, Uh, they've... uh, Is it a group of teleporting people with blue and gold armor? yes actually Um, we've looked into them a little bit Uh, they call themselves the People's Earth Defense League and they seem from the rare instances we can actually get anything out of any of them they seem to be a group that mostly seems to have what Estridge was selling when he said that he didn't care about how many casualties it took, as long as he defended more people than he killed. Okay.
1: Now, these are the people who uh, I don't. I don't think anybody on my team would have told you that, and we're the only ones who knew. Uh, they took the vampire's head okay. after the last time it attacked cool cool and also uh, I had a partial debrief with uh, silver skeleton earlier today and apparently they broke into his personal uh, interior mine in South America and raided it all right. It's a okay. whole suit's worth of this stuff.
0: He... Okay, that's new information, because he did tell me that they raided the Vinterium Light. He did not tell me how much they stole, because uh, we have been keeping in touch because of uh, what you said about everything else. Um, so he did tell me about the break-in.
1: He wouldn't tell me how much. So that's good to know. That's good well, to know. If he's so... unhappy about me sharing that much information, he can fucking deal with it so they so someone on their
0: team now has a suit
3: cool not sure we can trust an organization named Pedal.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> only information that we can get about their leadership is that there are three people in charge and they just refer to themselves as A, B and C
1: Cute. Man, how much do we want to fucking bet that A stands for Archibald? Honestly,
0: no, this doesn't seem like Archibald's MO because he would be much more in your face about it. They probably would be flying Kestoran colors, not golden blue. I mean,
1: what. He, though, he's got this whole, like, super subtle thing going on right now. Maybe. I'm
0: I'm not convinced A stands for Archibald, though. My best guess is that A is just the one who's actually in charge, and B and C work for him.
1: All right, all right. So have you been working on yourself? Uh, yeah, I've been scanning through, I haven't
0: found any trigger fake phrases, but as far as fake memories go, I think I found a couple, but I never entirely sure trying to find a fake memory that feels real is
1: weird and hard. I wish I knew even one other psychic. I don't think
0: extra psychics would help with this, because they would just see the memory as well, and
1: then... Right, but it wouldn't be their memory, and if they knew they were looking for fake shit, then they would be able to find the scenes, assuming they exist. Like, they don't have the disadvantage of thinking anything is true, necessarily.
2: Um. Uh,
1: So, okay, so putting that aside for a moment, uh, I guess, well, partially putting that aside, I guess that means you wouldn't know anything more about uh, fucking Chris Hartwood, whether they're a legitimate person who was hired legitimately or not.
0: That one I have to be a little more sneaky about uh, accessing, because, yeah, I can always request his profile and stuff, but like looking into it too much openly would be suspicious, Um, but I have been looking into it. There are some weird gaps in her employment history, but that could also be him going on weird shit that Eskridge ordered him on and just being Uh, retracted after the fact
2: okay so we're
0: at a firm maybe yeah a definite firm maybe Um, I still have memories of meeting her and all that but uh, there's definitely some hinky stuff going on there that I'm not entirely trusting of
3: Um,
1: okay, okay, okay. Have you arranged a visit to the Supermax prison for us? For me and anyone I want to bring?
0: Yes, but keep in mind that place is a Supermax prison and they take it very, very seriously. They're going to give you a list of rules when you first arrive. I know you, you are probably not going to like some of those rules, but if you want to get anywhere close to being able to interview Xerox, you have to follow them all, no matter how much you don't like them.
1: I fucking like lean back in my chair, roll my eyes up, stick my tongue out.
0: Listen, the minute you don't follow those rules is the minute they close off all access to Xerox and you are escorted
1: back off of the island. Fine, fine. I'm not actually gonna cause trouble. This is too important. I know, but
0: I'm just giving you a fair warning. They take it very seriously. All right. They've recently upgraded Literally every guard to be wearing a
1: rundium Good to know Also speaking of Have you gotten me the MSDS And also a sample of that
2: uh,
0: I've Managed to get you the MSDS He clicks a button And says It's just been emailed through About, I don't know Eight or nine uh, VPNs to an email account that uh, he hands you, like a physical piece of paper. That's the uh, login and password. Appreciate it. Put that as in far a as the sample goes. It's hard to give you one, but I think you have a friend that might have a sample for you anyway, if you ask nice. Tilt my head and squint. Oh, come on.
1: I know about Tegan Queen. Man, of all the relationships I've let lapse, I haven't spoken to them in ages.
0: I'm sure with everything I know about them, they will not hold it against you. They'll probably greet you the same way that they greeted you the last time you spoke to them.
1: Yeah, all right. Gosh, what a fucking mess my life has turned into.
0: Is there anything that you can tell me that I might not know? Um, Anything that you might think is connected to
1: this? Well, uh, let me start with something that isn't connected to this, but is very good news. uh, Just sort of all told. The host is truly, cosmically dead forever, and we do not need to worry about him. And the librarian is no longer a threat to anybody.
4: All
0: right, that that is very good news to hear. I imagine that there's some amazing bullshit story connected
1: to it. I halfway put him on the bit meaning to say I just point two fingers at my fucked up eyeballs. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. That's good to know. That means I can cancel all the projects related to defense forces against a planet that eats planets. Essentially. I'll do that. I'll do that tomorrow. I'll I'll put a kibosh on all those tomorrow.
3: Cool. Cool, 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 cool.
1: Um, so let me review everything that we know, then, and you can tell me if I hit anything that you didn't know. Um, Calvin Eskridge has been dead for months and months and months. I think you told me that last time. Yeah, and the, uh, robot proxy that you knew about was almost certainly being piloted by the Transistor Tyrant. Um, you know about the brain chips... Yep. And, uh, you know that Tony Lehman, who I found out on return is now in charge of the police, uh, is probably some kind of deep fake for the Transistor Tyrant. Fun. Fun, fun, fun. Um,. Archibald is definitely plotting something with Xerox that I don't know yet. That we'll hopefully figure out. What's there fucking anything else? Um stuff that may or may not be connected to this whole conspiracy. Um Megalad is a clone and also some kind of Manchurian candidate. The Manchurian candidate I did not know
0: about. The clone, I heavily suspected when I started looking deeper into Blue Bomber.
1: Okay. Um, The same may be true of the Captainalist.
0: Okay, that one I didn't know. I'll have to add that to the list. Great, okay the list is
1: just too long at this point. Yeah. Um, here's another one. Apparently, somebody faked the Time Master's death. Probably. That's kind of on the back burner for me. Faked how? We, ha- we have a body. We confirmed it was his. Yeah, no, you have a legitimate body. It's actually his. Um. Apparently, like, somebody did some kind of analysis on some time travel particles that are stuck to it that I don't actually completely understand, but the body is, like, from the future.
2: That is worth looking into.
0: Disconnected from everything, yeah, but, like, it's definitely worth looking into.
1: It's way on the back burner for me, because, like, yeah, why wouldn't a guy who can time travel fake his own death with his own future corpse to get out of prison? Like, for real.
0: Yeah, we'll look into that. <sighs> Wonderful um, thing about being in charge is that I can get people delicate. to look into that for me. Yep. I don't have
1: to do yeah. it myself. Um, so, uh, what can because I, I have a, like just for a moment a kind of a funny look on my face uh, I'm going to go properly debrief Calvert tomorrow uh, what can I tell him that won't make your life harder I'm definitely going to tell him about the brain chips and I'm definitely going to tell him about the fake escritch uh Can I give him the MSDS on the Heck Metal?
0: It's inferior to Venterium in every way, so um, I'm sure that he'll take a look at it, go, huh, and then probably chuck it in whatever trash bin he's got. So yeah, go for it.
1: Uh, Don't be mad if he tries to, like, sue you for intellectual something.
0: Yeah, hmm. We'll probably settle it out of court.
1: I'll see if I can smooth that over before it
0: happens. I mean, he probably wouldn't be able to, like, sue us over the metal itself. Maybe the processes. But as far as I know, like our
1: process for making
0: the suits don't
1: match his look entire look. suit. If anybody could find a way, Jason Williamson can find a way. And convince true. him to not find a way. Jason Williamson is a very
0: good lawyer. We actually tried to get him once and uh, basically Silver Skeleton threw money at the problem until he decided that it wasn't worth leaving.
1: Any questions for me? Ideally, I'll continue to be around now, so I will be reachable uh, starting tomorrow. I don't have my phone and won't until tomorrow. only
0: question I have is where did you get this recipe? Internet. Oh. Can I have like a website or something, like a link? I
1: can send you a link. Alright. Tomorrow when I have my phone back. Yeah, yeah.
0: Alright, and then small talk aside, uh, is the remainder is a nice meal that he quite enjoys.
1: From there, I am going to spend basically the rest of the night, doing what I did last night, which is to say cruising around the city. Dissociating, probably. Mm -hmm. Towards, uh, like, late at night, I'm talking like 3am, I'm going to break into the hospital to talk to Penny.
0: Okay. I need you to first of all roll stealth to... Avoid being
1: caught by the cameras. Can I entreat you to instead have me roll Burglary? Because I'm not sneaking. I'm just timing a teleport directly into her room correctly. Fair enough.
0: I forgot that Burglary was a skill.
1: What is my target number?
0: I was going to make it the same as the stealth, but I was going to make it a uh, four.
1: Mm, I need to roll at least a plus two no
0: (laughs) no do you want to spend a fate point Uh, to not be caught
1: yeah i'll spend two actually okay i'm a criminal and i don't give a shit okay (laughs) about this and oh you know what i can invoke i could basically use checkup on like the entire hospital to get positional data on people without having to see them And so I will invoke that I am a bubbling cauldron of dimensional energy. I just use big checkup.
4: Okay.
0: It's a good thing you mentioned that because I now want you to roll blast at a difficulty two.
3: Because Mm,
0: interesting. Here's the thing. Ah, I rolled a three. So the director of the hospital was not stupid. And they moved Penny out of the room that she was originally in into a different room. So that way, if you swapped into the room that she was in before, you wouldn't find anybody.
1: (laughs) Suck my dick. (laughs) So,
0: because you invoked Bubbling Cauldron of Dimensional Energy and gave it that specific example of how you were doing it, that's why I even had you roll blast. So that way you could tell, oh, wait, Penny's not in that room anymore. However, because you did not succeed with style, you still don't know which room she's in.
1: Uh... I'll spend another fucking Vape Point and invoke the same thing. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, alright. No, no, you know what I'll do? Hmm. I will instead invoke Echoes of the Divine Gestalt. I am not the first Robin Steiner that has taken these powers. I was briefly (laughs) fused with many other instances of myself who have had these powers before, and for longer and uh, more flagrant usage.
0: Alright, yeah. So. You succeed with style. Uh, you swap into a room that is both three floors up and, like, an entire wing over. It is very different room. It's still done up in, like, the same way, but the, the director just moved Penny as a fuck you because, uh, you are not because welcome here you. anymore. Yeah, because fuck you. But no, you managed to find her, and she is still stable, like it's hard to tell like what the condition of a proxy is so when you use your powers to figure out like what exactly is wrong with her the the answer is it is not connected to whatever remote system operated it so it's hard to diagnose that
1: yeah so having successfully fucking found her teleport into her room Probably just, like, use a little bit of power to make my skin not quite so fucking bright in whatever light may be in here. You know, probably not people actively checking in here all the time, but if there's a window, I don't want someone to have a simple time seeing me through it. And I'll just find a chair and pull it up next to her bed sit down, just kind of sit there for a minute. You know, I still don't know if you can hear me. I think at this point I really want you to be able to. It's, um, it's been like five months by your reckoning. I think it's been all of two days for me. My, um... So, uh... I left. We left. We've been gone. The whole team's been gone. We went to... Heaven, effectively. We stormed the gates of... where gods reside because my sister started transforming into one of them. And I wasn't gonna have that. So we went there, talked to some people, convinced her to come back to us. And then in order to actually make it so that she could, I had to turn myself into a god And got a lot of feelings about it. You know, the the whole team was telling me that I need to not let the power consume me, that I need to be ready to give it up. And I did, ultimately. Felix had to pull me back from it. But I did. You know a large part of me is glad to be human again after um, what was paradoxically like 20 minutes and a million years but yeah there's another part of me that's upset that I've didn't do more with it. I feel like I could have done more. I feel like I should have done more. But... Chance is gone. and It's probably never coming back, so... I can't really afford to dwell on it. <sighs> um, Old Gary is gone. Uh, effectively dead. But, I don't know, he might still exist in some minor capacity, I don't know. So far as I'm concerned, he doesn't exist. (sighs) Uh, Last time I was here, talking to you made me figure something out, and I didn't actually tell you what it was, I just kind of noted that it was a bit of a joke that we got brought in to comment on the whole Xerox thing. Turned out it wasn't a joke. It was somebody else's scheme. The, um... All the, the folks who worked for the DHEA, they got these brain chips in them. Standard issue. For ages and ages. They're, uh... Like, anti-psychic shields. But... There's a, there's a couple hidden lines of code that let whoever can send a signal to them, send the right signal to them, modify person's memories in any way they like. And, uh... Well, given that... Oh, I don't know... I don't remember if, I don't even remember if I said this last time. Um... Transistor Tyrant is, or at least was, Calvin Eskridge, guy in charge of the DHEA, so... Uh, for some number of months, some number of years, he had the ability to, uh, change up the software on those chips. So now every single DHE agent, except like two, are presently sleeper agents for the worst guy, just waiting to be activated. So we have to figure out a way to get around to that. Um, speaking of sleeper agents, younger Carrie thinks he is also a sleeper agent and a clone. Probably for the same guy. I don't know how I feel about that. I cannot help but wonder if all the shitty things he's done since he got back to me, or programming, to drive a wedge between us to fuck up our team, all right. we'll have to find out. And while all this is going on, um, I'm a little bit not human anymore. Uh, Turning into a god and then unturning into a god, I'm not entirely myself anymore. Uh, I am, at least a little bit, every other instance of me there ever has been. And while they're not all live in here, like they were before, there's there's definitely some ghosts in there, and they're definitely doing things to me. So far, it's just been a lot of... uh, losing several hours at a time. Just kind of drowning in that sea. There's been a little bit of positive to it. I'm a better cook now. I don't like not being just myself, but also it's kind of useful, and also I don't know if anybody can fix it, so I'll just have to see if I can get it under
3: control.
1: And in the midst of all this other shit going on... I might... Might... Be getting myself a second boyfriend tomorrow. Except this one will be literally the opposite of Felix. Both in terms of relationship dynamic... And also like... Uh... I mean... Felix is in really good shape, but he's not six-and-a-half-feet-tall MMA fighter kind of shape. He's also not, like, 30 years older than me. (laughs) I kind of feel like I'm out of my depth. I kind of feel like there's too much happening. I kind of feel like I was never built for this. And thinking about that is making me miss you all the more. Just because you, in a very real way, aren't from here. Your perspective was always at a higher vantage point than mine. I feel like I could really use that right now. I feel like I could really use you right now. I really hope you're doing alright, wherever you are. I hope if you... gave up on trying to fix this, and... gave up on Earth, and just left... that you're... happy back out there in space. I hope, if you're still up there in that little satellite, that you're not hungry, you're not falling apart, and you're just living day-to-day with Al trying to fix this, come back to us. I just hope you're happy wherever you are. I'm, um... No, that's not fair. That's not fair to say right now. I'm sure you're getting sick of listening to me. I'm gonna get going. I'll be back. I don't know. This may or may not be a nightly thing. We'll see. And uh, with that... Uh, I'm just gonna get up and teleport outside, shoot myself way high into the sky to avoid any sensors that the director might have placed around the roof to detect me, for whatever (laughs) reason, and, uh, just keep cruising around until first light. you are being a little over-paranoid, they-
0: I'm sure that there are teleporters that, like, for emergency purposes would, uh, would still use the roof, but still, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh,
1: there is a point in the night that I'm going to go back to the base and send a message directly to the desk of Wesley Calvert that says, uh, I will be in at 8 a.m. to properly debrief you, finish our conversation, and collect my things. This email comes in at fucking, like, 4.30 a.m., <laughs>
0: He actually does reply with noted, but you get the sense that it was a couple minutes later. It's not an immediate response. It's more like he's probably woke up to respond to a work email sort of deal. That being said, you are also present uh, in the scene when this happens. So zero and switch. I want to see who notices it first. So... Both of you go ahead and roll perception and just whoever has the higher number that finds it first you're going to find it I just want I'm just
1: curious this the skill is notice you said the word notice notice okay yes notice Sorry. notice I roll a 5
3: I can only roll that with a 4
0: You might get it Nope I do not <laughs> Switch There are some motes of faint Blue light hovering over the information that Lovelace gave you about the failed Delta Black Kestora invasion. And by the time you see what the blue lights do as they like go down onto the page, this is when Zero also walks in. And on some of the redacted data, the data that named the four survivors of the failed attempt, three names pop up. Cassidy Calvert, Calvin Eskridge, and Elaine Pelfrey.
1: Jesus fucking Christ, Colin! And
0: that's where we're calling
1: it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> um, minor. Everybody gets a minor. I, I want to move around.
3: Well, let's swap magic with provoke. Why not?
1: Come on,
4: uh, I'm gonna make swap my best score. To do any of this stuff, but I'm probably gonna have to rename concepts anyway, soon as they yeah. all since like five of yeah. them match.
0: Yeah,
1: I'll let you do those for free, so you can. Uh, just I need to figure out what I want, but sure. I've moved swap up to plus six, bringing empathy down to plus five. Mm. Next session, I will probably swap rapport and empathy, so I can make talking my more. maybe maybe provoke an empathy.
4: Oh, uh, you are never going to outtalk me. My provokes at plus six.
1: Well, mine will be a plus five. That's yeah. I will be right fucking behind you, and so it will be a it will come down to the dice instead of just hard stats.
4: Yeah, well, I got six refresh points. You can't beat that.
1: I also have that.
0: <laughs> Ape, you taking anything from the miners list?
4: Uh,
2: I can't think of anything I'd want right now, honestly.
1: Okay, that's fair.
4: Uh, fucking hell, I can't actually think of what aspects I, <laughs> I want.
1: I'm down to help you work them out over uh, the next two weeks.
4: Like, a savior, not a superhero, here is definitely the high concept. Betrayed by my friends is a trouble. Cosmic destructive power is the individual. Learn the best from the catalyst, not the worst, is kind of redundant. And won't kill is definitely redundant. That's two. What even am I? What even are you? I'm basically just bullshit Superman, so... And then
1: I'm going to advance the calendar by one day!
4: Hooray! And that, next, and that next day I've got two things to do that I didn't get to do today. I have...
1: at least three.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, one of my aspects is that I clearly love to fight. probably a bit too late. to cosmic destructive power, but at this point, we're getting a bit.
1: So, by the way, keep in mind, and, you know, we were all kind of bad about this at the beginning, which is why we all have, like, undisputed positive aspects involving us being good at our powers. Aspects should always be able to be invoked by the DM as a compel to fuck us if uh, that can't be done then it
4: shouldn't be there okay cosmic destructive power can fuck me love to yeah can fuck me yeah modified brain can definitely fuck me yes the
0: yeah you're you're those the ones that you're keeping are pretty good
4: i mean i've changed um learned the best from the capitalist not the, the worst to love to fight yeah one more and the problem is that young megalad hasn't really had a much if any time in the spotlight well you you
3: don't need more than two aspects outside of the
4: concept and flaw yeah good point let's just you know what i'll just stick with the three okay there's no need to have four is there no there's not so high concept a safety not a superhero trouble betrayed by my friends next session that's probably going to change to is clone Cosmic Destructive Power, Loves to Fight, Modified Brain No longer Has Trigger Words, all three of those can be invoked by the DM negatively. I should probably change my
1: trouble because this social movement has literally never come up. Like, I've invoked it positively a couple of times and that's it.
4: No one but you understands your social movement. That's definitely false. (laughs) It's the sad truth. GM isn't invoking it, no one understands it. GM doesn't invoke things regularly no. anyway. No. I'm bad about that. That is because Colin is a coward.
0: Are we still recording? We're still recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we haven't signed out yet. Okay. No. I, thanks for listening, everybody.
4: <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, have a good yeah. week, listeners. Uh,
0: thank good you night, for folks listening, at home. folks at home. Have a good one. Thank you, players, for playing. Also have a good one. We'll see you all next time. <laughs>
1: good night.